This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Welcome to New York for real this time, guys. We have our whole panel here in New York City. We're sitting in the hotel. It's, oh, 3 a.m. on October 28th. It's really late at night, but we had a great night. We're going to tell you guys all about Taylor had a live stream rooftop performance. It's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about it right now in episode 157 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And I'm Steve. <laughs> I've always wanted to see you do that in person. I think this is the first time we've recorded together in real life. We're all hunched around this tiny microphone in a little hole-in-the-wall hotel. But It's not a hole-in-the-wall. It looks like a spaceship. Don't trash this place. It's just small and European. The, 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 the entire hotel room, the, the hotel room and bathroom are all one room. Uh, no privacy. <laughs> no privacy. Um, but we had a great night tonight. Like I said, Taylor had... Her live performance that streamed on iHeartRadio and li- live, live on Yahoo, li- Yahoo Live, Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo Live. Forgive me. Like I said, it's 3 a.m. right now. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired, but we wanted to talk to you guys about it. But first, quick announcement: Last week we told you we're going to be doing a live episode on our third anniversary. On November 1st, that's this upcoming Saturday, and we finally have a time for you guys. You ready for this? You need to pull out pen, paper, write it down, put put it in your calendar, whatever you got to do. So Saturday, November 1st, ready? We're going live at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's 11 p.m. in London and 9 a.m. in Sydney the next day on Sunday. Got it? Get it? Good. If you need another time zone, I'm not a human calculator. You're going to have to look up the time change and just add a couple hours here, subtract a few hours there, and you'll figure it out. But that's going to be broadcast from our YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash taylortalk13. You're not going to want to miss it because we're going to be talking about 1989 in its entirety. You guys are going to participate because right now, after this episode, you're all going to email us or tweet us or Facebook us, or any of the above, and you're going to give us your opinions, your favorite songs, what you think the songs are about, your favorite lyrics from the songs. Give us whatever information you want, and we're going to be going live with it and read it on the show. You guys will get to participate in a chat room if it works, because we had some issues with it last time. It always works. It no, just no, no, delays no, 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 no. a little the, bit. The, the live stream always works. The chat boxes a little bit <laughs> Well, funky. we can always read them eventually. It just might not be as quickly as we would hope. All right, so let, let's get to Taylor's live stream. We're going to take you through in chronological order. It was a great honor to be in attendance. It really was. It was a small private performance uh, for the live audience that was there. Of course, it was broadcast worldwide, so definitely wasn't a small audience by any means. But it was on a rooftop in New York City with the New York skyline in the background. Remember all those skyline speculations we had back in the day? <laughs> yeah, well, it had nothing to do with the album except for Taylor's release here where she was uh, performing in front of the New York City skyline. Coolest part of it, absolute coolest part of it, is the Empire State Building was lighting up and flashing to the beat of Taylor's music. How they coordinated that, I'll never know, but it was was awesome. That was so cool. Super, super cool. So she opened it up right from the get-go with Welcome to New York, as you'd expect, which was a lot of fun. Which was the first time that she actually performed that live, so that was pretty cool in itself. 
Very it, special moment. And it gave me a new... Um, Sammy, scoot in. Hu- huh? Huddle in. Huddle in. We got one mic for four of us. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to get in close like we like each other. It gave me a new perspective on the song, and I kind of actually enjoyed it more seeing it live than I had originally. I can't reach it. I'm sure. You got to get in, <laughs> well, Sammy. <laughs> the thing that I thought was really cool is she sang it like while we were in the city and we could see the city um you know um around us well, she and i was thought that was just really us. neat you know it kind of added a whole new um element to the song and yeah. do you know do you know what was rough about it though is the empire state building was behind us i'm like what do i look at do i look at taylor or do i turn around and look at the empire right. state building you had to kind of switch <laughs> back and forth there what was nice also I, I mentioned in the last episode there about the whole clapping part and we we did we had the clap 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 let's do it ready right? no, no, no. clap <laughs> clap 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 <laughs> and Steve got it. Got he got the rhythm down. I, I, I did better than I thought I would do. So it was it was fun. You did phenomenal, Steve. I'm very proud of you, buddy. <laughs> so um yeah, so that performance was phenomenal. She she followed it up with Out of the Woods, which this was the second, third, third live performance she's done of Out of the Woods. She also did it on Kimmel last week and also on Ellen last week, which actually aired today, right? Aired on the twenty yeah. seventh on release day. Now, out of the woods, um, Diane and I were in Los Angeles for Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. For Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. And uh, saw her do Out of the Woods live. And, you know, it's interesting. If I had to pick a favorite performance between that and tonight, I actually would go with Kimmel only because the speakers were so much louder. It immersed you in the music. It was quite fantastic. And that was definitely more of a theatrical production because she had screens in the background showing woods, scenes of the woods, things like that, where tonight was – you know, her on the stage with her band on the rooftop, which was still totally awesome, but in a completely different way, it was awesome. And I'm sure also the sheer size of, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's audience compared to what was on the roof also enhanced the uh, audience, you know, the performance because there were 20,000 people there. Yeah, so it had to be bigger and louder and crazier. Well, this was still loud, but it was a little bit more um, intimate. Yep, yep, yep. What else we got on Out of the Woods? Steve, do you have an opinion? Uh, I, I love the song, but... Um, it's still my favorite song to date I, on the album. I still like Welcome to New York. I'm sorry. And especially being in New York and hearing it, just awesome. Well, Steve, it's been waiting for you, and you're finally here, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, all right. So, next to Style and Blank Space, also first live performances ever, because... Other than the people that attended Secret Sessions and a select few, nobody had even heard them before today. Well, mm-hmm. other than we heard Style on that uh, Target commercial. Yeah, that was a little of the sample. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of the sample, but to hear the whole song, that is going to be a huge smash whenever. That, that has to be a single at some point. It's I just a matter so. of when. I feel like both of them might be singles, which is why I think she chose to, um, to um, perform them. Well, that was actually going to be my next question, because at the beginning of the live stream, she hinted, she was talking, she called this the super secret session, or ultimate, ultimate, ultimate secret session. Again, 3 a.m., I'm sorry, guys, (laughs) half asleep while recording. Um, The ultimate secret session, she kind of said at the beginning, she's like, this is the first time I'm going to be performing this new music live. And I actually thought she was going to do the whole album at first. I I thought she was going to do, and I was scared because I was freezing. And I was like, wait, I want to hear this, but I also want to. I want a jacket (laughs) outside in the high altitude. But yeah, yeah, so so that was why I wanted to bring up the question. Diane, you kind of already answered it. Why did she pick? Those two, we had the three songs that had already been released, and then these two added to her set list for tonight. 
And, I mean, I'd say it's a fair prediction. They might end up being singles. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also think that um, it had to do with their position on iTunes because they were both quite up there in the top ten. Um, and obviously her set list was probably predetermined, but I'm sure that had they not performed as well on iTunes as they did, that they wouldn't have been chosen at, for her set list. I wonder if there's any correlation, actually, because um, the song had already been out for, what, 12 hours? Or mm-hmm. Not 12 yeah. hours. Not 12, enough, almost. Hang like on. What time hours. was the performance? I don't even know because they took our phone, so I can't tell. (laughs) You guys saw it at seven thirty. I think we saw it at like uh, like seven. I think Um, whatever the case may be, it had been out since midnight the night before. So figure about eighteen hours it had been out. So they had time to check the iTunes chart, and even as of right now, you've got at what time is it? Three a.m. New York time. Uh, Blank space is number two. And style is number four. Shake It Off is still number one. So um, that's referring to the iTunes U.S. charts, by the way, in case anybody was wondering. And just for fun facts, Taylor's dominating the top ten on iTunes. You got Shake It Off at number one, Blank Space number two, Style number four, Wildest Dreams number six, Bad Blood number eight, (laughs) Welcome to New York number nine, and Out of the Woods number ten. Wow. So is there anyone else that matters right now, really? Uh, Megan no. Trainor. Well, Megan Trainor's got the number uh, three spot with all about that bass, but meh. <laughs> um, then, of course, <laughs> then of course, Taylor's got the top album spot for 1989, which came out today, and Shake It Off Music Video is number one music video. So she's basically dominating iTunes right now. And it was number one in, like, 88 countries as of this morning. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'd believe it, but... Tree tweeted it. It's, of course, true. Okay. Well, I... I <laughs> Alrighty then. Taylor's publicist tweets it. It must be true. <laughs> Sammy's giving me a look right true. now. Sammy thinks that you listeners can see her facial expressions, but I have to describe you, them. For them. <laughs> I have to describe them to you, apparently. Because I do them when you're not in the room. But what I was awkward. what I was getting to is I wonder if there was a correlation because we're checking now after the live stream aired and seeing that style and blank space are the next top songs after shake it off i wonder if that's the result of her performing them at the live stream and people all over the world seeing that no i think they were i'm sure it probably helped i mean but i don't know if it made those songs go on the top 10 like i think they were high up there before i mean i i don't know because i didn't check Oh. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, I, che- I had checked at some point, and I'm pretty sure their positions were about the same. So it <laughs> I would say that the songs on performance on iTunes and affected the set list rather than vice versa. I, thought, I think the set list was predetermined, though. She had to rehearse, and right. the band and the backup singers, and there was a lot going on. Set list was predetermined. But those are awesome songs, and that's probably why she performed them, and they're also real high in iTunes. No, they are phenomenal, and I, I do want to briefly talk about the descriptions she gave to them, because style, you remember, um, what was it, man? She was talking about how some things just never go out of style, feelings. and that was kind of the... Yeah. It was feelings. feelings. Feelings never go out of style, just like some clothes don't go out of style, like a basic white t-shirt or like a really nice red lip on a, like, on a girl. Or a tight black skirt. And yeah. Black dress. Yeah, like black Taylor dress. Mm-hmm. Little black dress. Now, I mean, that was a cool description, but really the one that caught me and gave me a whole high new level of appreciation for blank space is the blank space description she gave. And it was really cool what she had to say about it. She was talking about how she basically took 
this fictional character that the media has created out of her about like you know dating all these guys and she's crazy so they won't stay with her and she made it into a character in a song and that's more or less the inspiration for that song and when i started listening to the lyrics to it all of a sudden i heard a different song than what i heard this morning before yeah, she explained me too. it me too because when i first heard it I, I was a little bit confused i was like wait is she making fun of herself is this what like is this who she really is? I don't understand. And then when she um, explained it, it all made sense. Like it's completely um, ironic. It's very clear, and I yeah. don't know if there are any videos. Videos that were up keep getting taken down. I know our good buddy Augustin over at the SwiftAgency.com had them all posted. So, you know, you can definitely check out the SwiftAgency.com see if he still has them up. I mean, we tried watching a few of them uh, just before recording you know, to kind of refresh our memories. And a lot of them were taken down for copyright, which is unfortunate. Welcome to New York is still there. It's on uh, T-Swift on tour, and it's also on... Welcome to New York. Sammy, I bet they can't hear you from five feet away. Oh, I bet they can. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy's even losing her voice right now. It's crazy. Don't go to a Taylor Swift concert with me ever. (laughs) So... Um, finally, she rounded out the set list with Shake It Off, which, of course, is always it's a, a fun fan favorite. fan favorite. I mean, that's still number one on iTunes, even with all the new songs and Shake It Off being several months old. at the, Well, not several months, but two months old at this point. It's still fan favorite. Um, you know, it was a lot of fun. You get to jump up and down on this rooftop. I'm glad they build these structures <laughs> very well because, you know, there were a couple hundred people, roughly about 200 people up I there. Would say so. Yeah, yes. I would um, say so. Jumping up and down, and you want to make sure that roof is secure, particularly <laughs> when Taylor's on it because losing us, you'd be like, yeah, losing Taylor, you'd all be bawling your eyes out, I'm <laughs> right. sure. Um, I thought it was interesting that she had the horn line on the side of the stage up until she sang Shake It Off. So, like, I was wondering if she would incorporate the horn line into any of her other performances on tour or at any subsequent performances, and she didn't tonight, so I'm wondering if she might not do that. I don't know. You know, it's it's very interesting. I tried to observe the band best I could because there's been a lot of talk throughout the fandom lately, people talking about, oh, Grant is gone and things of that sort, and... and the horn guys are new and I tried paying attention because I mean we don't have the answers of course Mm -hmm. Um, but I was paying attention best I could and I noticed Amos was not on the bass at all tonight now he's been he was on that like mix board synthesizer something or other and he was getting into it man like he was having so much fun with that but he did not play bass which is a traditional instrument and what he played throughout fearless speak now and red tours so I thought that was interesting to watch. There's definitely a different dynamic. And I think what it probably comes down to is, you know, it's of course there's all the rumors. Oh, Grant got fired. Um, rumors, rumors, rumors. Nothing has been confirmed publicly whether he w- quit or was fired. All we know is that he's no longer part of the band. And I think just what I observed tonight, I'd have to say that based on the band's behaviors at the live stream, I think it was just what fits the new sound. She had agree. to she had to craft a band that fits the new sound and Paul was still there on guitar and maybe she just didn't need two guitarists anymore. It's possible. Yeah. How yes. how it was picked between Paul and Grant, I'm not sure, but Paul was there and having fun as always. He always smiles when he plays he guitar. Does. He so. loves and he has that perfect hair too that <laughs> Adam and I wish what we had. I know. I was asking Steve, I'm, I looked at Steve and I'm like 
how do you think I can do my hair like Paul Sedoti? <laughs> right. And we tried coming up with a ways. Neither of us are hairstylists, so we didn't. Uh, well, it was rather you know. windy on the rooftop, too. And even Taylor's hair is blowing around. But Paul's hair, like, the wind would go <laughs> past it. And his hair just stayed perfect the whole time. I'm as... sure the secret is lots of hairspray. Yes. I would, I would say so. <laughs> and professional stylists. So yeah. let's talk Taylor's outfit. Taylor's style. I love that outfit. It was like a white crop top. And... But long sleeve. It was it wasn't quite a crop sleeve. top. It was like a see-through bit in the middle, but but it was skin tone. But yeah, it was like and then meant to be around the waist, it had the rhinestones on the top and then on the skirt. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Well, it was pretty. Well, Adam, one of the things you actually pointed out during the performance was actually all the band members and wearing black. They mm-hmm. were all black. Yep, all the singers and everything, and and Taylor was in white, so it really was a, a great contrast. Which there. is interesting because that goes to another theory people were stating about black and white. Remember when that theory was floating around before we knew anything about 1989? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the theory? You don't remember that? People thought there would be a black and white theme to the album. I don't remember. Well, y- you could say that she wore white because this um, time period for her is about like a new birth and a new life and fresh you know in the city and all of that so i mean you could go there if you want you to. would think that she would wear some screaming color though yeah that's true <laughs> the 80s. good one steve and for a pun <laughs> that's that very clever you're updating your puns your puns are no longer um from the previous album so. right yep. <laughs> i've moved into the new era of 1989 puns now <laughs> oh boy here we go Uh Uh-oh. So, overall, I personally think it was a great performance. I think we have a lot of great things coming from 1989. And, you know, seeing it live was phenomenal because, like a lot of others, I did have some mixed feelings my first listen through just with the new music. I'm making an odd face at Adam I think it's always hard to hear something new because we are so used to her sounds before. And then when we have new stuff, we're like, wait, how does this fit into our little world of Taylor? Like, it's like, you know, you have, like, an um, initial um, resistance to it. Well, at the, least be- I do. the best suggestion I can make, at least, is to completely disconnect this album from yeah, the past albums. Yeah, you have to. Look at it and listen to it for what it is and not for any sort of comparison to her past work. And, you know, and once tour starts, which, I mean, we were all kind of keeping our fingers crossed for a tour announcement during yeah, this live stream. What happened to that? <laughs> well, when did she announce Red Tour? It wasn't... Wednesday. It was Wednesday of release week. That's soon. Sammy, please come in closer. It was Wednesday of release week. That's... It was that night on Katie Couric, because I was home, and I watched it, and that's, it was that Wednesday. That's tomorrow, though. I, that is And tom- she doesn't have anything... Plan tomorrow? No, tomorrow's it... Tuesday. Um, oh, tomorrow's sorry. Tu- oh. Today is Tuesday for us. But, but she doesn't have <laughs> anything on the schedule that would, you know, allow for her to do that. I mean, she's not going to do it on a talk show. She's... Didn't she announce it last time with a video online and just... They had... It was during You a... mean the video that spelled Los Angeles wrong? Yes. It was, <laughs> it was during video? a Katie Couric, like, Dateline interview that they announced it because she had her daytime date Katie Couric and then that at the same time. Mm. Um but she doesn't have anything like that scheduled. But either way, I would still keep an eye out, you know, in coming weeks for a tour announcement because they've got to be planning it already. I would say it's safe to bet that it's going to be sooner rather than later, but that's just me. Right, but we we missed our announcement tonight. We didn't get one. I don't even know what we were basing our assumptions on, because to be honest, just because we wanted we were, it. No, Wishful they, thinking. They said that she had an announcement, and she didn't make it, unless it was like... 
I guess she didn't have an announcement. <laughs> or unless it was, hi, welcome to New York. I'm Taylor Well, they said that on Good Morning America, too. They were like, she has an announcement, and she didn't make an announcement. The only announcement she made was that she's working for the Go NYC people. She's the, and she didn't say that. She is the, the global year. ambassador for New York. The global ambassador. And she's, she's been living here for less than a year, and she's already the global ambassador. <laughs> Taylor Swift takes the world, everybody. <laughs> Climbs that ladder quickly. And yeah. she's also yeah. performing at Rockin' New Year's Eve. That was the other announcement, yes. I suppose. Mm. Which is in Times Square in New York City. They can hear me, I promise. <laughs> I keep waving at Sammy to scoot in. If you guys are having trouble hearing Sammy over the other three of us, then you go tweet her and yell at her. Fine, at Sam, I give I you am permission to do that. She's probably perfect. Yes. I give you permission to do that. I don't know. I don't know what this episode's going to sound like till we're done recording it. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, but it will be great to hear Taylor first thing in the new year. That's a great way to start out a 2015 with Taylor performing. So yep. yeah. we're excited. You should all come visit me in New York. Well, I'll go. It'll be great. <laughs> and cold. Very, very cold. cold. Very, very cold, yes. So, well, bringing my point back full circle around here, we got sidetracked trying to figure out when tour would be. The point I was making is before you judge the album too harshly, watch it live, or if you can't wait that long, completely disconnect it from past Taylor music. Okay. I feel yeah, like just you, see it as something new because that's, I mean, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to go into it like it's almost like her freshman album. Like, it's like a completely different person. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, Yeah, because it's her first pop album. Yeah, like you can't compare it to Red. You can't compare it to Fearless or Speak Now. Like, you have to, you have to make it its own thing. And, you know, the other things that I've been seeing is like comparing it to other pop artists, which you also can't do because at the end of the day, it is still Taylor with her you know, songwriting that a lot of other pop artists don't do. So it has to be its own separate entity. Well, right. Well, one of the things I'll say, it's the perfect soundtrack to walking around New York City. <laughs> this is true. I, I, that's the one thing is when I downloaded the album, I was visiting a couple different places, riding on the subway, everything else like that, and I'm listening to the album. I'm like, this fits this city so Aww, much. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I, that's what I love about it. It's perfect. And story of the day from this trip, Steve, speaking of it being the soundtrack of New York City, we have, we have to talk about it. What we happened? Have to, I got lost. Have, no, 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 not Sammy getting lost. I was, I was going to give a, uh, well, a, a special birthday shout out. Yes, yeah. we have to. We have to because our good friend Kaylee had a birthday on release day and it was her 21st, so she was finally allowed into a bar here in the United States. And she came busting in at midnight, and the greatest thing ever, the um, bartender bartender had 1989 on repeat we the entire the, night we, we were celebrating. We got to play it. It was so much fun. Yep. And then I think we have another birthday today? Yeah, I think we do. Who might that be? Oh, I don't know. Some kid named Evan. Hi, Evan. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> Why do you say it with like a weird accent? I don't know. <laughs> that was bizarre, but I feel like we're getting... It's real. I think it's the right word. God, Diane might, like, she thinks she's still at the bar, apparently. <laughs> uh, listening to 1989 on repeat, but that was a really cool experience. But, I mean, the show, the show, is there anything else to talk about on the show? I mean, I don't know what to say because there was no set. There were no dancers or performances. You know, you got Taylor and the band on a small stage, small crowd. Well, I think one of the things that was nice is when they actually did the performance was 
right when the sun was setting and all the buildings were starting to light, light up there in New York, and it just gave the perfect background to that entire performance. It did. And I liked how Taylor, during the beginning of Welcome to New York, she walked through the crowd to the stage. I feel like that might be something um, that you, she... You can see me during that part, Sammy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know from you guys because I couldn't see. Oh. Um but I feel like that might be something that she incorporates into tour, you know, maybe putting Welcome to New York first and walking through the car, the crowd to the stage. Well, Welcome to New York would be a great opening song. I agree. Um, I'm sure that would be Just because, it, it, I mean, it has it's the word natural. welcome in yeah. it, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know. And it has the, the music at the beginning that kind of allows the stage to get time to come together. Maybe, maybe she'll change the city for each city, so it'll be like, maybe <sighs> I will finally get my Welcome okay. to Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, Diane, you actually were the one that said the other week that you thought Welcome to New York was going to be the opening. And I yeah, actually, I, yeah, I, I actually, I actually thought against that, mainly because of the whole clapping thing. The but clapping it, thing gets people involved. Right. Yeah, it, that, it's, it it's kind well. of a good. It's a kind of a good intro that you know that she's going to come out. So yeah, I, yeah, I will change my decision on that and go with you guys and say that would be a great way to start. Yeah, because the, the audience did that. They did the claps while they waited for her to come. While they waited for her to come out, they did the claps, and it worked really, really well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be cool. We'll look forward to that on tour. Finally, the night wrapped up with a special party that Taylor had with some pizza and stuff like that, and people got to take more Polaroid pictures, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, not a big deal at all. Sammy. It wasn't. <laughs> it, you it know, was it really was fun. it was a big it. it was a big deal. It was a lot of fun. We all got pictures with Taylor. There's not a whole lot we can talk about because it was still technically a secret session. There's really not much we can say we ate or we pizza. should say. We did eat pizza. Some of us. We I ate. Pizza. It was good. <laughs> it was good pizza. It was New York pizza which is the best kind of pizza my taylor ordered us pizza and they played the album over and over and over and over yes. and over and over, <laughs> and over, and over, and over. But, yeah we heard the album about 20 <laughs> times over the <laughs> course of this party all the words uh, now. but really the only reason I, I bring it up even though we can't talk a lot is it's really a testament to taylor's uh, loyalty to her fans and her fans to her because this i don't even remember who said it maybe it was somebody from her management company maybe it was taylor herself i don't remember i'm drawing a blank it was we'll a little say bit it fuzzy maybe we can help you okay i'll say it somebody said that this basically was her album release party and she Aww. chose she chose to have that with fans and not with other celebrities not with you know her co-writers and producers and People, some glitzy, she, she, glancy party or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't some upscale No, it was party. very laid back, and it was really chill, and she spent a lot of time with a lot of people, and it was... It was just really nice. It was very generous. And she her. had it with her fans, so, mm-hmm. you know, great, great testament to Taylor and her loyalty to fans, and she understands, you know, that we support her and always will, and... Speaking of support, uh, one of the things that's important that uh, we noticed here lately... So in 2014, there has not been a single platinum album at all. Really? And, and this might be the first one. What about this could, Frozen? But that's a soundtrack, so it actually is in a different category. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so is it is it that it, nothing has gone platinum this year or nothing has gone platinum within the year? Within like, this, is there anything that from 2013, for example, that is now platinum and it took a while to get there? I don't believe so. But uh, I know that there are a couple of ones that were up there, but they were released in 2013. But any albums that released in 2014 have not gone platinum. And this would be the very first time in history that we could have a year without it. Because really, at this stage, we got, what, about two months left. But 
the best thing we can do is go out and buy Taylor's album and multiple copies of and it. Separate transactions. <laughs> Why separate transactions? Because they only count it as one transaction. So you, ha- if you're buying, if you're buying two CDs, buy one, then buy the next. But wait, hold on. Explain <laughs> why. What's the? What's There's the... something about the way that the music music industry counts the um, oh, the buying okay. of the album. So you have to purchase them separate transactions. Or if you pre-ordered, or sorry, pre-bought. Pre-bought. Pre-buy is their term. <laughs> pre-buy. If you bought it already on iTunes, go buy a physical copy at the store, preferably Target, because they got the deluxe edition. Yeah, because you need doing... those songs and you need the voice memos. I'm telling you now. And you need those little Polaroid card right. things in there that they have. So and you can trade with us. Just tweet us. Oh, okay, we'll now, now back to what Steve was saying, though. Now we got going back through the albums. Taylor Swift sold forty something thousand copies its right. first week. Fearless sold five hundred and sixty thousand copies, roughly. Right. Speak Now was the first one broke a million copies its first week. It went platinum in its first week. Red did even better with one point two million. I'm calling one point three million. 1989 or higher. So, so not only are you saying that, but you're saying this could be the first platinum album of 2014. That's maybe what, the that's only what I'm one. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Steve, you sent me an article earlier in the week talking about this, um, and I was reading through it, and they actually had hesitations. They were talking about how they don't even think Taylor's album is going to hit it. Uh, that would be, I don't know, I, I disagree with Unheard their opinion. Of. I mean, it's just... It's not Taylor's fault. It's the industry's fault. And the industry is very different than it was two years ago or four years that's, ago. That's not the point. I'm saying Taylor is going to hit it. Right. She absolutely 100% will because the thing is, is her audience and her fan base keeps growing with each and every album. Now, this album's completely different, and she's reaching into a brand new genre. And in that genre, she's going to have even more listeners. So that $1.2 million, Forget it. I'm estimating between 1.3 to 1.5 million copies this week. Wow. That's my prediction. What about you? <laughs> it's Diane? not based on any fact other than past album sales, but <laughs> it's still my prediction. Do you have a prediction, Diane? <laughs> I, th- I think it'll do 1.5 million. 1.5? Well, I said between 1.3 to 1.5. So. You guys are being like... Wow, we're very supportive and. Diane's buying a million <laughs> by herself. Yeah. So. so, so, so whatever number of copies Taylor is going to be short on, Diane's going to buy the rest of them to get us up to yes. that number. <laughs> there but, goes my grad school money. It's <laughs> <laughs> well spent, though. Right. But, but that's be a huge feather in Taylor's cap, and really just the music industry in general, especially with all the streaming and how they're saying that everything in music is kind of dying to some degree. This could be the rebirth that really it needs. So the rebirth—that's the theme of 1989. It is. Um, Steve, what's your estimate? Uh, I'll go with 1.3. Sounds like a good number because it's yep. a one, and then and a, a three. three. With, a peer, with a yeah. Sammy, do you have an idea? I'm gonna not to say anything about Taylor's album because I think it's personally I think it's her best best work. But I I'm gonna lowball it and say it. It's, 750 to 1. Absolutely, absolutely not. Th- this is not, not the price is no. right where you go with the low number and then you end up winning. 
<laughs> I'm 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 sorry. I'm hoping it's more towards 1.1, but I I don't know that the industry will let it's her get, get there. No, it's gonna what outsell. Do you mean let her yeah. get there. Like, Who's in I just charge don't, of this? It's, well, it's not a matter of people being in charge. It's a matter of I don't know that people are going out. No, to buy here's here's the thing. Let, let me. Well, lots of people. iTunes counts too, though. iTunes counts but also. Yeah, but you can just get them on. Yeah. But you you've always been able to get them. You've always been able to get them online and download them illegally and things of that sort. You've always been able to do that. The difference with Taylor and the reason she has been setting record sales like for example two years ago when she sold 1.2 million copies of red a few months before justin bieber came out with an album that sold about 300,000 copies Mm -hmm. now arguably they're in the same level of fame Mm -hmm. well maybe not now but then they were i think taylor's way bigger than he is now he's kind of fallen off but that's not the point of the discussion um the point is the reason taylor has always managed to get the sales she does is because of how she presents herself how she markets herself and how she relates to her fans because she makes each and every fan feel very special whether you've met her or not now this time around she's made even an additional effort she had those secret sessions at her homes that was nearly 500 people that she took the chance to meet got a ton of publicity for it because it was all over the news like, there's no way she's bigger than she's ever been right now. Right? There is no way it, she's getting it, less and, than that 1.2. And plus, you got to think about the packaging that comes with yeah. this album. You all know, the pictures. All the pictures and trade. Yeah, you're going to want to buy multiple. Them all. They're yeah. like Pokemon cards. They are. So, so I think just that in itself. I mean, the booklet's great. All the extra stuff and the songs. It's... It's going to be a reason why you're going to buy multiple copies, and that's going to get that number even higher than it would just for people buying one copy. Yeah, I mean, I think all of us have bought multiple copies, and we can't be the only ones. I have already invested in two. I saw a so lot far. of people on Twitter who bought like five. Yeah, I have. You know, five they like in. the um they um like were I mean using them as fans and then i had them all fanned out and yep. i have five cool. comments well, well speaking of which taylor tweeted there recently about um what is it you have seven days to enter those yes. codes mm-hmm. you so. have from today until the end of the week today being 27th yeah which is actually yesterday because right, it's after yesterday. midnight <laughs> um, so, so now we're down to six days oh boy down to six days but you got to buy the album get the code enter the swift stakes and she's giving away what is it a thousand tickets, thousand tickets, tickets 500 meet and, meet and greets, greets merch and all of this Just stuff all sorts of cool all stuff. kinds of amazing prizes and it is u.s only though i'm sorry yeah no. oh hopefully she'll do something else for um international people because she wants to meet them too. Yeah, I'm sure. she right, does. She's right. Not. Well, maybe when once tours announced and she starts with international dates, that she'll make the possibility available. But Sammy, what else is going on this week? Can you um, can you scooch in yes. and tell everybody? Tomorrow please? she's on Letterman, and what k- dates, please? Because tomorrow, tomorrow could Tuesday, be relative. 20... <laughs> it depends on when they're listening. Tuesday the twenty eighth, she's on Letterman, and Wednesday the 29th, she's on the View. And Thursday the 30th, she is on GMA. She's performing a concert, which good I Good Morning s- America. Yep, Good Morning America, not Grandma. Um, which I would venture to guess would be kind of similar to what we saw tonight. I would think it would be pretty similar. I don't. I can't see her playing more than five songs on I something like that. I think that rather, I'm, you know, guessing again, but rather than her singing style and blank space, she might sing Love Story and... You belong with me. I some don't think variation so. There. Uh, I think she'll keep it at this album. album. I mean, she's saying, um, uh, "I knew you were trouble, and we were never ever getting back together." For Kimmel. Kimmel, that's because, because she had nothing else to sing. Yeah, the album wasn't, album out, wasn't yet. out yet. It's true, 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 true. Yeah, no, yeah, the, at, the album's out. Yeah, but two years ago for Red, she sang a love story. You belong with me, also. 
Well, it's possible. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I just wanted you to give the calendar so people um, can stay up to date. Yeah. And then Friday, she uh, Friday the 31st, she is at the um, Elvis Duran Z100 Halloween party. Ooh. I don't know what she's is doing. Is she going to dress up? Yeah, she said she would. I don't remember what, though. All I don't right. think she. I think she wanted it to be a surprise, and she said it wouldn't be scary if I remember. It's probably uh, gonna be really funny. I'm, it'll I'm, be I'm, like a funny '80s outfit. Or she'll dress That'd up like a cool. cat, or like Becky or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, this pretty much wraps it up. I know for for those of you still with us uh, right now, uh, you're probably like, "Wait a second, why didn't they talk about 1989?" There's a very distinct reason for that. It's because one, we wanted to tell you about the performances tonight, which were really cool, and two, because before we get into 1989, we want you guys to respond and give us something, give us your opinions, so we can toss those around, debate them, discuss them, counter them, support them, whatever you do in a debate, really. <laughs> and then we'll have plenty of time to actually um, hear the album and think about it and all of that, because you know, right now. We've all only heard it maybe like a handful of times each unless you haven't slept. So, Like we're not doing right now, now that it's 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what time in, in Las Vegas you guys know? No, we're adjusted to the time here by now. <laughs> After a day. After a day. Okay, so that's pretty much the upcoming schedule, guys. Remember, we do have that live episode Saturday, November 1st, unless you're in Australia. It's November 2nd. Aussies. Uh, <laughs> but Saturday, November 1st at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 p.m. in London, and November 2nd at 9 a.m. in Sydney. Again, I'm sorry I don't have all the time zones memorized. You might have to do the math on your own, but I'm sure you are more than capable. You're all lovely, intelligent people. If you want to tweet me and remind me, that would be good because I'll probably forget. Forget about the live episode? Yeah. You're going to be there. Um, <laughs> Adam's not going to let you forget. Nope. Oh, I think my internet might be out there. And day. that live episode will be broadcast on our YouTube channel. That is YouTube.com slash TaylorTalk13. Why did you say it like that? You that sounded was weird. so unsure. Yeah, I was where really where you going with that. Go? That's, that's where it's going to go. Can that's we stop rambling? Seriously, I'm trying to end this episode. <laughs> end it. We'll stop talking. I was trying to make one more announcement. We do have... In celebration of 1999, 1999 era, a brand new org. We would love for you guys to go to visit org. Check out the new website. Can't wait for you to see it. There's a nice contact tab in the navigation bar. That's where you'll be able to contact us to submit content for the live episode and all your opinions and everything like that. Or you can take the shortcut and go org slash contact. Did I say it weird that time, too? No, that was good. Alrighty. Well, if you are new to listening and you had fun sitting here with us talking about Taylor, we would love for you to subscribe in iTunes. That way iTunes will pull all the new episodes for you. You can do that at taylortalk.org slash iTunes. Also, at that same URL, taylortalk.org slash iTunes, if you love us, if you hate us, you can leave us a review right there. You can let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback. Please, constructive criticism only. Don't just be like, these guys suck because that hurts our feelings. But if you have something critical to say that can actually help us improve the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. So taylortalk.org slash iTunes. Leave us a review, and we'll go read it, and it will be cool. And we do read them. Oh, I read every single one. I have read all, however many there are, a couple hundred or so. Um, read all of them. So 
now wrapping it up we can't wait to see you guys at the live stream if you can't make it worry not it's going to be released as a regular episode that week you'll just have to wait a day because it'll be back on our normal schedule we're going to be back on our normal schedule Yay. i have a schedule no a more of these schedule? yeah usually we're like clockwork every single monday boom 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 um but Taylor's been throwing us for a loop releasing new music and stuff like that. So we've been a little bit off and, I don't know, releasing some album of some sort that's like number one. Um, or something like that. Something yeah. like that. So for episode 157 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast, my name is Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. Sam, have a great week, guys. This is going to be an awesome release week. Keep up with all of Taylor's appearances, and we will see you at the live stream on Saturday. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.